0: What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. It's been a little bit of a while. I'm glad to be back. We're glad to be back talking to heroes this week, and we got a lot to talk about on today's show. We're getting very close to having our first Marvel movie out released in theaters and on Disney Plus. Black Widow is now where I get to the point where we're less than two weeks away. We're days away at this point. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the early work we're getting on that movie, some of the expectations when it comes to the box office, which I have found pretty interesting. So that should be a great uh, topic to lead today's show. So we'll be talking about that in a bit. Also, we got a major trailer for uh, another superhero movie coming out: Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Not Suicide Squad. Not to be forgotten. Not to be mistaken with David Ayer's Suicide Squad. This is uh, this is obviously um um the Suicide Squad, uh, hosted by, uh, by directed by James Gunn. They released their second trailer for that movie, so we'll talk about that as well. The Flash movie that uh, Andy Muschietti is uh, directing, that movie is starting to uh, come into shape. We got some set photos, not some official set photos, but some you know bad iPhone 11 you know distant set photos from uh, from that movie. And we got our first look at the Super Supergirl costume. We got our first look at uh, Bruce Wayne himself, uh, uh, Michael Keaton on set so we'll be um we'll give you guys our thoughts and what we saw from there and Titans season three is also around the corner we got our first uh major trailer for that project as well so plenty stuff to get to on today's show glad to be back again talking heroes shamari is not with us but my co-host kendall stewart is with us kendall it's been a I uh i think it's only been about one week we missed but it's been a little bit of a, a mini hiatus uh what are you looking forward to talking about today uh you know I mean yes you're right uh, we
1: we we were off last week um but excited to be back uh and in terms of what what I'm excited to talk about um I would probably say the 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 Black Widow movie um you know that's you know coming around the corner uh slowly but surely um I'm excited to dive into that because Uh, We got some early reactions on that movie. Um, They've been mostly positive, but, you know, some some people have some stuff to say about it. Uh, It's not so great. So, you know, excited to dissect that and also, of course, just, you know, to dissect, you know, where we think and how well we think this movie may do in the box office. So I'm excited to talk about that.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, I'm totally agreeing, man. It's been so long. Uh, Again, the last... Marvel movie we've seen was Spider Man, uh, Far From Home. It's crazy to think about that. You know, Spider Man No Way Home will be just like our third movie that we've seen since that movie. <laughs> like, if you really like, think about that. Like, like we're supposed to get so much more content. And I'm talking. About, well, I guess. Well, I, I'm, I, that was Marvel. I guess Suicide, the Suicide Squad, will be mixed in there. So technically, it's the fourth. But it's not so far from the last time we've seen superhero movie. we we'll get another Spider Man movie. It just speaks to the. The amount of time we've lost in this. Yeah. Uh, this it will be, day. I guess it will actually be the fourth because we have Eternals. E- well,
1: that's what I said. Black Widow, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi oh, I missed Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. You're right. And then, and then Eternals. Shang-Chi is this year? Yeah, it's in between. Is it right after Black Widow? Uh, we've only seen right. one trailer. We'll have to yeah, we'll have to see another
0: one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just this Marvel calendar is so so much together. It's gonna be like just. It was supposed to be one after another very soon. Like it's gonna it's gonna just hit us like a, in a great way, but like a ton of bricks. Yeah, it's gonna
1: be yeah like once a month basically. We have major, <laughs> you know Venom's coming out. Like it's gonna be bonkers. But um, it was supposed to be Shang Chi after, um, I think after. Spider-Man, if I'm not mistaken, but <laughs> they ended up bumping it up it, it, uh, before Eternals, uh, which was a, which, that was a major shift, but, but yeah, so, like you said, this is, I mean, that, the end of this year, once Black Widow comes, it's gonna be ramped up, I didn't, I haven't felt that itch, that itch as, as much as I did last year because of these Disney Plus series, once yeah, all these I, Disney Plus series. Yeah,
0: come. I agree, I, I think, I definitely feel like 2020 was hard, not as hard this year has not been as hard yeah no like, like at this yeah. point like i mean
1: when 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 that marvel fanfare hits i'm gonna be like oh like WandaVision. Like like <laughs> talking winter soldier i'm not even gonna be thinking about the avengers like we're already in phase four now in my eyes yeah yeah which
0: I mean, is maybe what they wanted or maybe which, not what they wanted i don't know yeah <laughs> and, I, and i do i do wonder it, yeah, i do wonder if this is kind of like the like uh Kind of like the silver lining in this disastrous year for all movie film companies and it being for Disney that, like, because of our insatiable appetite for Marvel, that these and they said, I mean, they said that they wanted these um, Disney shows to be like mini movies, but like, since that's all we had and in some ways, we had to treat it as such. And guess why? We've had these crazy expectations that sometimes gotten out of hand when it came to some of these shows, particularly with WandaVision. Yeah, they don't feel up.
1: Like- you know, they were complimentary. They, feel like, they felt like movies. You know, they felt like events.
0: You yeah. Know? Um, and now, like, the expectation. And, 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 and I don't think... And I'll think be honest, Ken, I don't think that would have been the case if we we yeah. had movies coming out regularly. I think they would feel big, but it wouldn't be the same. Right. It, it's, it's but very, I, And
1: I feel like going forward, I don't think it's going to change now, because that standard so can... has already been set. I agree. So with I that. think once Miss Marvel and Hawkeye come out, like those will be just as big as you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as WandaVision. Yeah. Maybe not just as big, but will, they will be on a similar a similar level. So no, they'll be just I as big, totally I think, agree. certainly as Loki is right now.
0: Yeah, so. I totally totally agree with that. And Loki has had some of the biggest numbers Marvel has ever seen, which is actually surprising to me. But I guess I guess in some ways it shouldn't be because I guess it's just the carryover from all the excitement from what we've seen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A
1: lot of times, those numbers are, um, you know, Mm -hmm. Disney Plus. Disney Plus isn't losing subscribers; they're only gaining subscribers, right? Um, So, (laughs) like Mandalorian was big, and then all of a sudden, Wandavision passed Mandalorian, and Falcon Winter Soldier passed Wandavision. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's more so a progression. Um, But, but with that being said, that's only going to (laughs) help. That's only going to help those other shows when when those come out.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about Black Widow, um, this movie that'll be coming out in just a few days, or really a little bit more than a week now. Um, the the embargo, the social media embargo was lifted. People have actually seen this film, finally. <laughs> um, again, this is a movie supposed to we were supposed to have seen in early spring of 2020, and here we are in July, approaching July, not in July yet, approaching July, and finally this movie will indeed hit big screens it will also be a premium access uh uh you know uh, feature on disney plus which will be uh great for those who who maybe aren't as crazy about going to theaters yet though america i know I, it's funny i feel like it is kind of a sign of the times in regards to uh our recovery out of the pandemic that i'm not here giving like actual <laughs> updates on the pandemic and remember that was part of this podcast which was crazy that i was talking about like where we were and i had to only in the sense of like where things stood with the movie theaters only, only to do it credibly was to actually be knowledgeable about where the pandemic was but i haven't at a point where i haven't had to do it because we've been moving in the right direction pretty consistently with the the prevalence of the vaccinations but um but obviously with the disney premiere access that will also be people who are maybe not interested in going to the theater, they'll be able to watch it as well. And I'll be honest, Kendall, uh, before we just get to those quick reactions, I was a little surprised to hear about this ninety million dollar uh, uh, box office tracking that 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 they're seeing. Um, that box office pros coming with they. I mean, the range was sixty to ninety, but sixty-five to ninety. But uh, I'll be honest, I I don't know. I haven't been to a movie theater. I know Fast Nine is out right now, or is about to be if it isn't already. So. Yeah, so that will be, I guess, definitely the, the benchmark for what these movies will do. I still would have never guessed possibly ninety million. Um that sounds high to me for a domestic number. Does that sound high to you? That sounds very high to me. And not to say that Black Widow couldn't do ninety in, regular, in the regular under regular circumstances, but a movie that's coming out with premier access on a on an app, I would have assumed would not see this number. But maybe they're projecting people who haven't been able to go to the movie theaters in more than a year will be super eager to see this and not pay an extra $30 or whatever.
1: I I, I think whoever projected that $90 million must have been watching the NBA playoffs. He saw mm-hmm. the Garden and was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, people are trying I mean, to get cut, out. Cut,
0: cut the check.
1: <laughs> yeah, people are trying to saying. get out to go watch these movies and go watch entertainment. No, yeah, no, I mean, it's... It's plausible. Um, It's funny because about the premiere access thing, like, last year it was so much about giving people an opportunity to watch these movies and enjoy these movies without having to risk having to go to the theater. And there's still an element of that, but I think that there is also more of a more typical regular human aspect of, you know, it may not even occur for a movie like Black Widow, but like for Cruella, for example, or you know, *Raya and the Last Dragon*, some other premiere access movies that they've had. Those aren't necessarily movies that, you know, a lot of people may say I want to go to the theater, but I'll check it out if I can watch it at home. Now, those movies are also probably not movies that a lot of people are trying to pay thirty bucks for. But just the idea that I can stream a movie at home as opposed to having to go to the theater to watch it um, does also add value to the to to the movie. Um, so I almost wonder if you'll get more of those people ordering it on premiere access now as opposed to the people that really want to see it but are you know but don't want to risk it um i think it'll be a mix of both the 30 dollar price point makes it more likely that anyone that buys it really wants to see the movie but yeah um but yeah i mean no 90 million is uh that's a really good number you know opening weekend i mean you have to be excited about that if that's that is and
0: if i mean 65 honestly is still a good number i mean i mean to me if, they, if they're doing i mean yeah I, I agree i think 65 that would have been probably the high-end projection for me like if if that's the projection then it pre-pandemic this movie was going to do 130 140 to me that that's that's what that tells me unless i'm getting way off and am not
1: no i mean i don't know i don't know if it was doing it might have done
0: 100 110 maybe i, I can't imagine I'm one. I just I mean, think that there's oh, going to be a lot of people oh, be, that will be. will just buy that buy that Disney Plus thing. Absolutely. There'll be enough, I think. That will, that will cut the box office numbers.
1: And that's what you would think. Which, which is which why they did a wide range. I think they are almost Who controlling for. Yeah. We don't know how many people are going to buy it where, you know, if nobody buys the premier access, then we should be at 90 million versus a lot of people do will little, little closer to 65.
0: I'm um, going I'm not going to say that this doesn't hit 90. I'm going to say this is like in that 65 to 75 range.
1: Right. And so let's, let's play the game of if they do, will you and I have to eat crow about being so hard on Disney for not releasing the movie? Will this have been a successful rollout after years, That's after great. a whole year of hearing people like me uh, talk about how idiotic Disney was for not releasing it on Disney Plus in 2020. I personally am not going to eat that crawl. <laughs> I, like, I will but not I'll, really I'll, just, I'll let, I'll, be very I'll, clear, I'll let EJ decide um, how he feels. I feel
0: I so so I feel like I'll be honest. I feel like yeah. If if you're telling me you can get a 90 million dollar open opening weekend, that's what we're waiting for you at the end of this. Then they were right. Right. From a monetary basis. Now I can argue from a fan basis, from a scheduling basis, they weren't. But I don't none of that matters to Disney. Maybe it maybe it matters to Marvel. maybe it matters to Marvel. I don't know. It didn't sound like it. Feige seemed to be very hell bent on getting us in the theater. So so maybe that didn't matter as much as I would have maybe thought, especially when it came to scheduling per se. But um but no, I would say that, that we would have to eat crow. Because I thought that number was going to be nasty when it came back out of the pandemic. I just just thought... thought, Yeah, I did. I thought it was going to be 40, 30. A number that didn't mean anything. A number that that was going to be nothing like... Nothing close to cutting your losses for waiting this long. But 90 90 suggests you'll... in like, people are getting better and better. So, I I think that they can get... They can have very strong second, third, fourth weekends. So... That's going to be the key. This movie could, could... absolutely profit if they're talking about 90 million opening weekend 100 percent. and if that's the case then yeah yeah, you got they were right it's it's stunk for the fans but i can't i can't hate on them for that
1: i don't know if the second and third weekends are going to be as good as a normal movie when you do the premiere thing that suggests that Uh, you have people that then say oh i'll just get on disney plus now if i really want to see it again like, why, like I don't know if people are going to be trying I, mean, I don't know, maybe. But I think I, think but I don't think the flip if, side in though, a normal sense people are going to be trying to subject themselves to the theater experience see the same movie but, multiple times but I
0: tell you know, unless you're just I,
1: really I, trying to help the movie yeah. financially.
0: but I, tell, I think I think it might be on the reverse I think it might be people who will say oh this movie is actually pretty good I'm not been giving Disney 30 dollars out of my pocket I'll just go to a matinee for I don't know Imagine anywhere bucks. probably is less ten than fifteen dollars, yeah, probably yeah. ten bucks around there, and save the money. You know, so I, I feel like that will actually. I think that will help. I disagree. I just think that that will help the second and third weekend. I don't think that the Disney Plus access will. I feel like Disney Plus impact. Uh, the Disney Plus impact we most felt. I feel like in the first weekend. It won't be in the pre, the, the secondary third. And then weekend. also, I feel like you. I don't have those think people, people that... are waiting. They're not waiting. They're not waiting weeks to spend $30, $40. I, I, you know what I'm saying? That's not how people think. Yeah. I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that, like nobody's sitting around yeah. like, like oh, but then also, well, because I guess now I'll spend $40. I think people will be like, oh, well, what's the cheapest way I can do this thing that I was never going to do, which was watch this movie. The cheapest thing would still be to go to number? a theater.
1: Yeah, I'm viewing that $90 million number like... It's not going to get that much higher. Like that's why I'm not as that's why first of all that's why I'm not ready to eat crow yet because I'm right. like all right. So if if you end up doing two hundred million, you know what I mean that's that's the worst Marvel movie we've had in which look it's not even a it's not even a knock on the movie. It's just we're in a pandemic. But like yeah, but it's the worst still Marvel be number right in, in 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 a decade you know in, in its entirety. Um, if it ends up doing hundred million. I mean, it'll probably do more than that if it's 90 million. But, like, if she does 150 million, million, that's, you know, that's barely breaking even, you know. And that's, again, all of this is fine. And that's very important to them. But, and some of it leads into what what we've heard about the movie. But I still put that thing out there that if this movie is not great, then this was all for nothing. And not to put that kind of pressure on the movie. Um, you know, it's not like I'm gonna go into it and say if this movie isn't Civil War, then this is a waste of my time. But like they've they've held this movie out and they've said in the marketing, they've put that in the marketing that this is worth the wait. They've very made it, made it. They've made the marketing about the fact that we've we've held on to this movie for a whole year, and so they better be right.
0: Yeah. Because they
1: aren't, you know, it'll be it'll be felt, man. Because they yeah. could have put this out at a time where there were the expectations would not have been the same, you know. Like mm-hmm. they could have put it out if it was great, if it, great, if it wasn't. I think still people, I, I mean, maybe people would have blasted it like they did Wonder Woman, but I don't know. I feel through. like this. You know, we'll see how this ends up being.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a waiting game to see what the a late number is. But I feel like if their number is even, I I, I expect a disaster. So I think they should do better. So than that, as long theory. as it's not as long as it's not a disaster, I I feel like, and this is, it looks well beyond disaster. Like these number early numbers, like the this isn't oh they barely skirted a disaster. This sounds like yeah they did okay. And if that's the case, then I was wrong. Uh, I mean, I, and, and and that that for that reason, I would say. Yes, the crow would have to be eaten. Real quickly, these reviews, or excuse me, these reactions to this movie so far have been uh, pretty overwhelmingly positive. Uh, there, there are people who have said they don't love it, but for the most part, people have really enjoyed um, this movie. A lot of uh, uh, comparisons to James Bond, John Wick, Mission Impossible. Uh, this feels like, you know, apparently this is going to be one of those type of movies. Um, one of the things I've seen consistently, pretty much, is a appreciation and an excitement for Florence Pugh's character, uh, Yelena Belova, Balev- uh, and what that means for that character's future. Which is, I think, to me, the biggest... Ta- that is the biggest takeaway to me from these reactions, is, 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 is everyone's love for Florence's portrayal. Because I don't know if any of us knew what to expect, but... And maybe it's a little spoilery how they've been saying it, but I mean, I wasn't convinced that before I saw these reactions that Yelena was going to survive this. I didn't know what was going to happen, but they make it seem like, oh yeah, like this is a character that is going to be great moving forward in the MCU. So spoiler, I mean, dude, <laughs> I mean, this is what people are saying. I don't, I don't feel like it's a spoiler. Um. Sorry for people who thought to feel that. that yeah, yeah I
1: was. Most people are avoiding it.
0: And the only reason why I say also I say it's <laughs> not a spoiler is because I mean they've said this. I mean they have said this is like a passing of the torch, which didn't make sense to me when I heard that. That's been right, that's, right. that was something that was coming out from the people who made the movie, which again I was like what that that seemed weird. So that's also why I don't feel like it's a spoiler because this is what they have reported, but people's excitement for this character moving forward, even beyond whether or not she survived or not. Just the fact that the the performance was that strong, that this is someone that they're excited to see and hope to see moving forward, I think, was my biggest takeaway from these reactions. Besides the fact that this is just apparently a really serious action thriller. But uh, what, what do you make of the, the positive reactions we've seen?
1: Um, so it's funny. Uh. I'm not surprised about the Florence Pugh stuff. Um, I I mean, I agree. I'm not I mean, look, again, I mean we haven't seen the movie. I'm just gonna continue to if we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that I, I and I've always assumed that she's going to gonna survive this movie. Um, her that's an actress that I'm sure Marvel uh, has a lot of value, uh, is putting a lot of value and a lot of stock into and for sure uh she's vastly risen in the in the in in Hollywood so uh it's not a surprise to me that um you know an academy award nominated actress uh has <laughs> have, done of, have done this kind of done this kind of work yeah. um you know i mean look the last time they cast they 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 cast a character or an actress similar of similar ilk you know, it's been a little bit more of a, of an up and down thing for Brie Larson, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not a slam dunk that Four a few is going to be great, but we'll see. You know, I haven't seen the movie, but it is great to hear. It's not, but not a shock. Um, it is interesting. You know, I always feel like sometimes uh, you can figure out things by what you don't hear. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you hear about, you've heard, look, if I've heard Natasha's story, great. I've heard uh, Yelena's character is great i've heard um you know david Harbour's red guardian character has been great i heard it's a great uh you know kind of not origin but a great young you know uh kind of small scale story um does it not a whole lot of stakes but you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it if if you're not if you want to if you want to kind of step off the whole infinity thing infinity saga yeah um get a more family oriented story. But what I haven't heard, um, at least widely, is much about Taskmaster. Um and a lot of the, some of the stuff that I've heard is that uh he, he wasn't great. Um
0: I saw I saw one person say I saw one person say they really liked him, but is is yeah. that was that was like an, an, an outlier. Definitely.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a consistent Dean.
0: And some of the other things are consistent Dean. In these
1: reactions, is, oh, this person, this one's great, this one's that, this one, that one's great, but it's not been a consistent theme that Taskmaster was, was excellent. And these reactions tend to be, tend to lean positive. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, look, you you get early access to a movie yeah. that you've been dying to see for, for, for them for over a and year. The, and, there's you know, no, so. and there's
0: no group thinking involved. I think I think I think with there's no there's group not, yeah, no, think, think no groupthink involved, you're more inclined to think of a movie positively. Right. That's that's my feeling on it That's what be Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can make yeah, I mean you can make that
1: case um no. especially if the movie isn't great. Not to say that. I mean, again, all of is subjective. It's a great movie, but like if if the, if a movie's great then, I mean, the groupthink will lead you to only think that it's better. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I agree with that. Uh, but it's always somewhere in the middle um, to some degree. It's like, because like, to me, the great
0: example of that was Wonder Woman '84, where right. those people didn't have any groupthink and thought it was outstanding. And then when I first everyone, saw the movie, everyone, I was everyone, like, man,
1: this is the right. hell of a movie. You know? Right. Like, and then you kind of sit back. I, you know, I have, to, I have to, you know, kind of train myself now, you know? <laughs> like, you kind of have to think about a movie before you instantly say it was incredible i mean i mean look unless you're very confident that it's incredible um because i remember i i mean look i watched Wonder Woman in our in our living room because i wasn't like Same you know in my you life know it, it's not i gave it a standing <laughs> ovation but i was like I thought that was a really good movie yeah you yeah, know I enjoyed, yeah, it. like i enjoyed yeah. that right yeah like man that was fun christmas you know, just had seen the Celtics get blown out by the Nets, so <laughs> yeah, I needed really some sort of, it was yesterday. you know, yeah, some sort of uh, distraction. And that Wonder Woman was a great, it was great, it was a great movie. But then, when we did our review, I was, I, all, I do, all I was doing was bashing, uh, bashing, bashing Maxwell Lord and some of his nonsense, uh, some of the nonsense story. But and look, I think Wonder Woman was better than people gave, gave credit for. I don't. I don't hate the movie. I think
0: we all agree with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. You no, know, but it, 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 so, but yeah. No, I think when you're talking about Taskmaster, he is the he is an extremely important character because they've been very secretive about him and his role. When you're being very secretive about a character, and then the reactions aren't, you know. You would think the reaction, if he was an incredible villain, the first thing would be, "You, you guys are gonna love Tathmar." You don't even know what you don't even know. You, you, have nothing, you don't know what to expect, but it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, I haven't heard that. You know, or again, if I have, it's been it's been few and far between. Yeah, so
0: it, again, I've seen I've seen some people say they like him, but again, those have been the outliers. I haven't, any, I haven't heard anyone come out and say he was terrible. I haven't seen it. I mean maybe you have but but what I but to me what this yeah what this tells me is uh this guy was billed as an outlier of as an as a afterthought and perhaps that's what he is. Like and that's a little unfortunate. Like it's like he's Taskmaster. That's a pretty big villain. But they've promoted him like he's an afterthought. Like it, like he's not he's barely in the promotion for this movie. So um so it could just be them being consistent with <laughs> what it could be a good movie with a villain that's kind of an afterthought. It doesn't mean make it bad or make him bad or them bad. If it's not a man somehow. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, it's uh, it is what it is. You know, what I'm saying that that's kind of the feeling I get with uh, with this film. Um, I'm excited to see it, man. I really, really cannot wait. I'm so ready for this uh, uh, Marvel movie um, just avalanche that's about to come with with again four movies coming out in a very short time period. Uh, you're talking about again. I, I I forgot about Shang-Chi. We got this movie, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man. Wow. It's coming fast, but uh, we're ready for and
1: it. And we forget that we still have Miss Marvel and Hawkeye coming out year.
0: That is Reported, very true. Yep, and what if? Yep. Yes, that is all very true. So it, the, the, the good times keep rolling for us. But um, another movie coming out this year that's not on Marvel's uh, docket will be a DC movie, and that is The Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn, they had a new trailer come out this week, and we talked about it a little bit before the pod, Kendall, and I think we both agree. Uh, this to me was a much better trailer than the first trailer, which, um, now that we're removed from it, I will. And now that I saw this trailer, I will now stand more firmly and say that first trailer was overrated. It was. It was good. It was. It was. It was good. I was surprised that just people going crazy over the top of their love for it. Um, I thought this trailer worked way better this trailer this trailer took itself a little more seriously but it also still had a lot of humor and I think yes. this is that was the like that was the tone I was looking for I think the first one almost felt a little too oddball for me maybe other people would love that thing kind of thing but I think to me it was just way too we're just giving you moments and jokes just nonstop. <laughs> And this one felt more like, hey, there is a story, there is emotion, there is something behind this besides just jokes and violence. and But there's still a lot of jokes and violence, and we're going to still give that to you in this show. So I thought that it was, um, you know, obviously they kind of anchored it with all the stuff with Bloodsport, where they use, you know, the, the kind book Gary accurate story, him shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet, and... um and, and you know, uh, let's be honest. They kind of you know rehashed and kind of you know remixed the uh, Will Smith story of this shot. that shot. Oh,
1: absolutely. Know? I mean, they 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 they're telling us in the promotion.
0: Yeah, we couldn't get Will Smith back, so uh, it's just EJ's. This this is Will Smith. He's, he's yeah. The guy. He's that person. The guy with the family, with the with the hearts. Why with,
1: they decided the to the tell that small, the small violent
0: part. story behind his family and him not being there for them and what that means. Uh, but he that. He yeah, I really guy. thought that was a bad job uh, by gun. But that, that, that that's just and yeah, it, it was yeah, it, it was kind of it. It definitely screams very much. Hey man, we're gonna give this thing a second shot after the first one's failed, which it did. So part of me is like, I don't know how much I want to ding them for it because the first one failed. So like, we know what this is about now. To be fair, they have been very coy about what this is about. But I mean, now we know we know what this is about. So. Maybe I shouldn't. We shouldn't be so hard on them. Um, this is them giving this another shot after the first director got it, and for whatever reason, he'll say all different kinds of things of why it failed. But whatever things he he you know he crashed a Ferrari. So now Ferrari went back into the shop. They got a new test driver, and now they're going out for another spin. So that's pretty much what I saw from from his anchoring. But I thought that anchoring, despite it feeling like a rehash, still worked because again, it, it brought a level of seriousness and emotion that this trailer desperately needed um and when you you anchor it with that seriousness and bring in that humor i i just thought it, it just worked a lot better and the humor in this one i thought was, I, I i'll be honest I, I found this humor more funny than the first one too uh you know uh, king shark on comms <laughs> uh Yo, uh, I thought the name? weasel thing was great. The we, yeah, it's weasel. What is he is he a werewolf? Is he a dog? Like you
1: know, like he just like, looked great.
0: Yeah, he, he looks legitimately so fucked out, sketched out.
1: You know, yeah. they're, all, they're all talking about him. Like, yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, no, I thought. I, I mean, the, I yeah, thought
0: this, this, this. I thought this was a truly a great trailer. I, I, I to me, like anybody, like this to me, like I'm not saying that this means the first trailer is bad, but. I feel like this trailer to me tells me some of y'all overreacted that first. Right? So this was to me truly a great trailer. The first one was a. <laughs> I thought good that
1: the, I, I thought that, Peacemaker's line in the in the in the kind of in the war room session in the in the in the pregame <laughs> session was uh, yes. funny. Um, like to me, like I don't know. I agree. I agree. It was better than the first trailer, and I go back to, because look, we talked about it with um the last time we with the last trailer that the marketing for the first one was better than uh that first trailer um and i when i think about comparing this trailer to you know the first suicide squad suicide squad trailers we got for the last movie i feel like one this this trailer didn't they didn't have to they they, they didn't because it's a sequel. On some level, they don't have to knock me over the head about what the Suicide Squad is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what I loved is that that first scene with uh, Idris Elba and Viola Davis, they really, I feel like they really got the Amanda Waller character. Um, I don't know how she'll do I, in the I movie. I thought she was fine in the first Suicide Squad, but it was kind of out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, but that felt like a scene from Justice League or a scene That's... from you know, Justice League Unlimited. Like, Okay. <laughs> that Amanda Waller, you know, and you know one of these guys, you know, st- sticking a knife to her neck, you They're know, she flinching. did something crazy, and yeah. she's not flinching at all. She's telling me, "Right, stand down. I, I know what I'm doing." Like yeah. that was Amanda Waller. Um, and look, we all know that Viola Davis is an excellent casting for Amanda Waller. Yeah, she's perfect. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt her ability to play the character. I just think that they, that the material, her, you got her the first character was, was, yeah, the solid. material it was it was all out of place. You yeah. know and the, the tone of the first movie was all out of the place. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited about this movie. Um, it, it seems like this is there. And look, this isn't. I've I've said this consistently throughout this the series um, or throughout the show that um, I feel like this is clearly a sequel. When you read, when you cast a lot of the same characters, and I think it's becoming more and more clear that this is supposed to be in the same universe. Um, and look, I mean, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see how they handle the whole starfish thing, or sorrow, I should say. Um, how they how they handle the whole Starro thing and whether or not that works. And I don't try to pay too much attention to the marketing of a movie like this when I know that um, I don't know when these scenes are and how long characters are going to be in the movie. So um, that's still going to be the the tough part. But what I what they've done an excellent job of is is Introducing so many characters that I can't even keep track of all the people that are in or not in the movie. I assume that Age of was going to be in it for quite a bit. I assume John Cena is going to be in it for quite a bit. I assume Harley Quinn's going to be in it for quite a bit. After that, I don't know. Maybe Boomerang's in it for a while. I don't know. Maybe he's not. I assume King Shark's going to be in it for a while as well. But yeah, those yeah, were four or five. King Shark
0: to be fighting Star Wars at some point, so he, he right he seems confirmed. He's not.
1: Here. he's going to get past the first scene. you know, yeah. unless it's some sort of
0: cgi kind who of who knows thing. man yeah. yeah and yeah it, it they was, might and, and, and to me i'll say this if there's any director who may mess around and and with the trailer to yeah get gun would be the guy yeah and totally warner guy, brothers i true mean gun of a trailer that isn't in the movie gun said unequivocally
1: and this could just be hype or it could be legit but he said unequivocally like warner brothers said everyone is on the table You can do whatever you want with any of these characters when it comes to the suicide squad, including Harley Quinn. Um, I don't know if I believe that. That could just be him trying to tease the movie, hype the movie. But if that's the case, then that means that Warner Brothers probably also very much gave him the autonomy to to mess with the fans uh, or mess with the viewers in the trailers and in the marketing. So, (laughs) yeah, it's not it's not impossible. That they, especially with a CGI character like that, that they could have shot something for a trailer just so that just to throw people off. But yeah, but yeah, no, this is this is gonna be an exciting movie. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm still not as excited for this movie as I am for any of those Marvel movies, but it should be enjoyable. Um, I would say it, it's more, it's ahead of Venom too, without without a doubt. And I liked the first Venom, but. The second Venom trailer, or the I mean the first Venom Two trailer, uh left a lot to be desired, and I thought the first Suicide Squad trailer left a lot to be desired, and this really made up for it. Whereas we'll see, I don't know if Venom has another year. I think Venom kind of is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. Where I think the marketing for the that Suicide Squad trailer just wasn't good the first time around. And I think. They kind of hit the nail on the head of what it's going to be. Like I understand it's going to be funny. It's going to be kind of a quirky kind of movie, like Guardians. Like that, I'm not. I'm okay with that. But there's got to be a certain. There's got to be a different, a different, different tone than what they had in the first, in the first movie, um, or the first trailer. And I think that this this trailer hit the nail on the head. Um, I'm also excited for Peacemaker. I'm almost more excited for for the Peacemaker series than I am for Suicide Squad. Um,
0: that character just seems so so ridiculous it's like so yeah it's awesome. so box <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Gunn seems very excited about Peacemaker um and it, and it also seems like like uh it seems like a, a great casting too like like what they're yo, going yeah, Cena for is,
1: looks like he put in, he's putting a lot of work into this one
0: yeah it's like what they're going for I feel like they got exactly the right the right guy like
1: so and it's cool. funny because wasn't Batista supposed to play Peacemaker is that true? I feel like I that was... Don't, I don't...
0: I don't... I'm not saying you're wrong. I think,
1: I just, I don't I think that's what... Yeah, I think Batista said he actually turned down... He turned down Guardian... Not Guardian. Suicide Squad to be in Army of the Dead with Zack Snyder. Um I think he said he was supposed to play Peacemaker. People thought initially, oh, maybe he was supposed to play Bane. But then he mm-hmm. said, no, nah, I was supposed to be... And
0: I think Cena is a much better fit. I do. I mean, dude.
1: he played... I can see why they wanted Batista because he kinda right. plays a similar
0: He plays a Drax similar tracks, yeah. Right. A guy with no right. self no self awareness. <laughs> right, exactly. And he does it well. But this yeah, it is a nuance to this character that, and David Batista is incredibly talented. Um boy, these guys who go from wrestlers to actors recently. They've, they've been they've out of the park pretty much. But I'm telling Batista, you man, the next Batista one is truly is talented.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: Roman Reigns is gonna be a Hollywood superstar, man. Just watch.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I'm also starting to agree with that too. But uh, no, uh, Dave's been killing it. He's a true talent. But yeah, I, I, so I don't want to show sell him short. I do feel like John was a better fit for this character, and I see why. I see why they wanted. They also were thinking about potentially Dave, but I feel like John was a better choice. And I the fact that they gave him two seasons of a show on HBO Max immediately without even seeing this movie tells me, I think really all you need to know. Uh, but let's talk about uh, let's talk about another movie that's not uh, not coming out this year, but it uh, is in the making. It's The Flash, uh, starring Ezra Miller, directed by Andy Muschietti. We got our, they, Andy in the show, in the movie, they've been releasing some little tidbits uh, on Instagram. They released a picture of uh, the Supergirl emblem. For the Supergirl suit, which obviously people were very excited, the emblem definitely resembled the Man of Steel emblem. Uh, the, New you know, Flash the sign, suit as well. The sign of hope. New Flash suit was also Batman put on a there as well. Drop of blood on. Yes, the Batman suit had a had a drop of blood. People were like, "Oh, it's a uh, it's Watchmen." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've seen all crazy stuff like that. But um, but then we also got some again some 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 set photos, not official set photos, but people on somehow got on set. And we're able to get some snaps of some of the main characters. And we got to see, uh, you know, Ezra and uh, Kiersey Clemens in London uh, shooting some scenes for the movie. But then, more excitingly, we got to see uh, Sasha Kaye as Supergirl and her look. And this is a look that maybe we started to get a little bit of a sense of when we saw the costume. But then to see her in the costume uh, with this short haircut more reminiscent of uh, the Lara Kent, Lara Lane Kent uh, character from Injustice, that Supergirl um, that was created, looking a lot more closer to that than, than maybe your usual, uh, uh, you know, Kara Zor-El. So, costume looked dope. There was no cape, but people think there probably will be a cape, so I don't think everybody's tripping about that. Because she's on wires and things like that. And we also saw Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. He's in a suit, yes, uh, looking nice and sharp. And that's what I'm excited about. First time we've seen <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton not in a bad suit per se, but in you know wearing suits as Bruce Wayne is also a very important part of the job. And seeing him in that persona for the first time in you know multiple decades now, I have to admit it was pretty cool. And I was someone who wasn't the most excited about this idea. Kendall, uh, what did you make of some of these set we got to see? On, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, Kaiella, I was shocked Keaton. to
1: see Michael Keaton with some hair. I was almost, I oh, was that's true. Like, I didn't, even, I didn't even think about bald, that. We was gonna get a bald Bruce Wayne, um, yeah. But he's got the same, he's got the same, you know, mop that he had in the eighties. Yeah, it's just great. Uh, or in the in the early nineties. Yeah, like you know, it's it's it, 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 it was it was funny to see, but but yeah, no. Um, what interested me about that was, like you said, like I thought you framed it well. Where it was like you see the the set photos of of Barry Allen and Iris West, and it's like it seems normal. Barry Allen's in some suit and doing some sort of you know press conference or something like that, and you really don't know what's going on. We're um, assuming that's a pretty normal part of the of the movie, but then you realize that he's also at the same location. And he's interacting with Bruce Wayne, so I'm like, I'm guessing he's in Gotham. Or at least he's in that universe. Yeah. Now at that point, so I don't know what's going on. Like I mean, I mean, look, I'm not trying to, you know, piece together the movie based on set photos, but like that, you know, this is not necessarily what I or how I expected this would go. Um, so that I thought that was interesting. Um, on the Supergirl thing, I thought, look, I agree that, look, there's no no cape. I don't necessarily need a cape, but. I assume there will be because you can easily CGI a cape. Um, I mean, it'll look bad like we didn't justice, but just a Snyder cut, I should say. But um, but you can do it if you want to. Um, But I'll be honest though, I don't need a cape. I think the suit is badass. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I don't. I don't need a cape either. If they wanted to go with this and say this is Supergirl, like, all right, I'm with it. Um, What I'm not with is. There's been some speculation. I don't know if this is, you know, rumors, reports, leaks, or what, or if people are just piecing together based off the set photos and just, or th- or it's a theory. But there's been some smoke out there that the villain of this movie might be Supergirl, and I think that that's a dangerous game that Warner, got, Warner Brothers is playing. <laughs> if the villain of this movie is Supergirl, um, given what we talked about a couple of weeks with. A couple weeks ago, with the whole, you know, Static Shock being on HBO Max, and you know, uh, Batgirl being on HBO Max, and Blue Beetle being on HBO Max, and they decide to uh, make Supergirl a person of color. I don't. I don't know if it would be. I don't know if it's good optics to then make Supergirl oh, villainous. Mm-hmm. You know, that's
0: a weird. It's a weird, what, it's a weird what, look. And, I don't. In what context? What I mean, I what are the rumors? I, I don't know. I, I haven't dug into
1: it. i right. sure. I don't know what the story is going to be, but I just I heard that floating out there, and I was like, I've heard enough. But
0: <laughs>
1: you know, if that's the case, I you know, I, I'm not saying I'm out on the movie, but that's that's, I think that's poor judgment on Warner Brothers' part. Well, it could be it could be an awesome story. What not I what will I say 40.
0: though is I feel like every any iteration of Supergirl being evil is terrifying and usually awesome though. In fairness,
1: right? It could be. It could be. It could be a mind control deal. It could be an Elseworlds like yeah. I mean, but on see, we, point, we see, maybe on this point, we've seen
0: we've so, seen clones of Supergirl that have been evil and that are again are just terrifying. Yeah, it could
1: be a clone. You know, it's not like this like, I'm not automatically right off the story, but just the optics very suspect.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I have not seen that. So I, I that was mean, supposed I, to be a I, I proud not, moment. A yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I've not, I've not seen these, uh, these rumors. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I haven't seen them. But you know, just to know the audience, I'm reacting to them cold. Like I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, look, the optics are obvious. You know, you, you turn turn Supergirl, you make Supergirl, you know, being played by a Latina, and then you say, oh well, now she's a villain. And I, I'm sure she ain't going to be no villain for the whole movie or there'll be some kind of redemption. Well, almost certainly if you're calling her Supergirl and the idea is that this is a character that's going to keep continue on with the mantle for the future. Um, Yeah, but there is something to that that would be weird. I, I, I don't buy those rumors. I'll be honest. Only because. It just wouldn't make sense to me that Christina Hodgson would write this story. And somehow Supergirl is the villain. That just doesn't sound right to me. Not with anything she's ever done. Like, that doesn't that doesn't add up. Unless she's just doing something that isn't within her normal uh you know, her normal work. But like taking a, a, a actual a superheroine and then saying we're gonna band up a group of men to stop her doesn't sound like something that Christine Hodson would write. But who's again? There are plenty of iterations and plenty of canon to write. Why there's think a supergirl out there that's evil? He's that's that's there's is. plenty out there. So I mean, anybody could be inspired. It just would surprise me.
1: Think I mean think about the way this movie, what we know about the yeah, movie. We have, we,
0: we have no uh, idea who this villain is. Right. They're
1: already frilling the movie. We we haven't cast anybody that could even play the villain, unless it's Keaton, or unless it's Supergirl, right? You know, or, I mean, look, it could be a CGI character. We didn't know about Starro, or we don't know who the villain of Doc Strange is. So it's not like, yeah, you know, and we think that that also may be a CGI character. It's not like a, It could be a CGI villain, but, you know, if it's somebody that they've cast, like, I don't know, it, 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 it very well could be her. That's why I gave yeah. the theory a credence, because I'm like, I mean, you've connected dots. It's very plausible. Yeah, they made no, a big I think, deal. I, I, you know, and what was her? What's her role in this movie anyway? You know, we I mean, what's the? Know. Yeah, we really don't know. Like, why is Supergirl in the movie? It seems it seemed out of place when they when they put her in the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I'm just out of pieces because all you're, what you're saying makes sense. You know, I, I I get it. I it's one of the things I want to see. It, I, I got to see it before I believe it. Because I, I would agree. I think that there would be some obvious some people are gonna be mad about it again that doesn't mean it can't be good and it can't be whatever but some people are just not gonna be happy with you you cast a a a poc as supergirl which is a groundbreaking casting and you decide for whatever the reason will be again i i, I don't certain there's some kind of corrupting happening or whatever but whatever the reason is majority movie she's somehow <laughs> this. I, I don't i don't think that 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 will not go well there will be, and even if it's a great movie, even if Kai, oh is yeah, there will be think role, being There are gonna be people how, think pieces, and and again, we talked about group think earlier. Like that's gonna say actually, this movie is trash because they made a POC historic casting and turned it into a villain. It is what it is. Again, it doesn't mean if you're not inspired by something that's good, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it per se. But it's just these are the facts. Um, but I, I will kind of reserve my judgment to wait to see. But otherwise, I think Kai looks great costume was great hair looks great uh keaton i, I didn't even think about the the, the hair i not i think about it i feel like the hair is what made me realize this is bruce wayne like like i didn't no idea like because he's been michael keaton his entire life obviously well beyond ever playing those movies but when i saw that picture i was like yep that's definitely bruce wayne and i i, I put it on the suit but i agree i think i actually think it is the hair which made you realize that's definitely bruce wayne in that suit with that hair that's who you saw 30 years ago just now yes, he's old. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and that's and, and and that was gonna be, you know, I don't wanna say the challenge per se. I mean he's my he's himself. So it's not like it should be hard to be hey, be who you've been. But that was gonna be somewhat of a challenge, I guess, is to really make audiences believe that this is indeed that person they saw in movie theaters in nineteen ninety two, in nineteen eighty nine. And I I believe it in just one very bad distance <laughs> photo that they probably nailed that part. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an update on this movie and, and, uh, and continue to follow along. But, yeah, that was a, that was a cool sight to see Michael Keaton uh, back as, uh, as Batman. But let's uh, wrap the show talking about Season 3 of Titans. We got a trailer. We also got some set photos and some official set photos from this uh, show. Of uh, Our first look at Barbara Gordon. First look at uh, Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. Scarecrow. And we also got a, uh, a, again, like I said, a full trailer where I think it pretty much lines up um, that we'll be seeing a Death of the Family type of uh, transformation for Jason Todd and for this show. Which is, I want to say it's surprising, but I, I mean, to me, if, if I say it's surprising, I just sound dumb. I mean, this show is, again, 100% full tilt. They don't pull punches. They don't. Uh, wait their turn. They they don't do any of that. They they go ahead and try to bring forth these uh very um impactful stories and impactful characters, and that's kind of why you always kind of gotta show love to me to uh, Titans just because of that, because they always go for it, whether you like it or not. Um, usually it's in their own iteration, their own takes, and some of it is a little oddball, but you can't say they don't go for it in anything they do. But this trailer, you know, you see, you know, Jason Todd. Appears to get lured into some kind of trap that involves Joker, who's not seen, but you hear his laugh. Uh, you didn't see a yeah, bloody. You see crow. somebody bashing it. it. Looks like yeah. Looks you see like someone that. bashing somebody with a bloody crowbar. With a crowbar, you see that crowbar is bloodied. Um, you know, you kind of have the narration from uh from Dick Grayson, uh, prayed by Brent Thwaites, about you know you know this is Gotham, you know this is you know where villains live and people you know people die here, and um. Definitely a very dark trailer, but, you know, that's what Titans is. But I I thought a good trailer. Like, this to me, like, I I watched this trailer and you kind of just see how, like, Titans has grown as a show. And just whoever is putting this kind of stuff together just kind of just definitely seems to have a better feel for what they're going for. Because you think about, again, that first trailer, which I think ruined the DC Universe streaming service. This is just so much better, (laughs) well-produced, and just... So much more of like in line with the vision of the show that they probably were looking for when they did that first one. And that shows that, you know, you give a show a chance that growth can happen. And that's kind of what I saw from this. But uh, I'm curious to see how we go from, you know, Death in the Family to Red Hood. It Will it be a, a flash forward future kind of thing? I kind of think we it, that's what will happen. I think we're going to go into the future a little bit. By that meaning, you know, maybe this order will advance five years from now or whatever, um, I don't even or, or or will or will this all just be kind of just jammed together? Because I do not put it past Titans say, I, I, you know what, I don't this think could all, this could me. all happen in six months, like it, yeah, it that's why they're gonna me. happen. Because right. five years seems excessive. Uh, well, I mean, and, and, I mean and look, that's the real and, story. And we say five, yeah. but I mean, it could be two, even or three. Like, like I, right. I, I, I I'm just saying, I don't <laughs> know. I'm yeah, like wow, five. That's like yeah,
1: Justice, though. You gotta recast some of these characters. Like, Raven yeah. shouldn't look the same in five years. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, could they do a year? I don't, I, yeah, I don't put it back. To them. I think it'll probably be closer to probably eight months. But, um, and that'll be a little bit more like, wow, so they're really changing this, this story. But it's, it's interesting. So it's funny because you, when you started that off, you were talking about, you know, scarecrow and barbara gordon i was like man he just got way more out of that trailer than i did because i did oh yeah
0: those were set photos that was not yeah yeah yeah
1: ew i see i think entertainment weekly has pictures exactly yes (laughs) you know because i was like wait wait you got all that from that blurry you know dark 40 seconds of footage (laughs) i didn't know who any of those people were um all right yeah so in terms of uh the trailer you know, definitely, if you're a big Death in the Family, Red Hood uh, storyline fan, then this is, I'm sure, a trailer that will really excite you. Unless you're very nervous that they're going to botch it, then you're nervous. But if you're excited about Titans and you're excited about that storyline, then this is this is the trailer for you. Um, I'm just, I think it's, I don't know. I'm still up in the air, man. Titans, they did a really good Deathstroke, stroke, so I'll give them credit for that. But there's a lot of anxiety about how they're gonna do this Red Hood. I mean they, they have concept art of his costume, it looks looks fine. But I just can't imagine that same kid, Kern Walter, is now playing Red Hood. It just seems a little too seems a little too fast for all this. Um but but I don't know. And I also don't think that they should have if they're gonna do this, I don't think they that you should telegraph it as much as they have. I know they wanna hype up the the show, but like, now I'm just going to be waiting for it um, in in a way that I wasn't necessarily, you know, before. But, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, other than that,
0: I didn't get as much from the trailer other than the, the Death and the Family aspects of it. And that's um, what they wanted to tell us. They wanted to tell us Death in the Family and Gotham is going to be front and center yeah, more yeah, in, Gotham this, be in this season. Which uh, is very welcome. Like, I, I'm ready for Gotham really? to be front and center. Yes. I feel yeah. like this is, I feel like this show. In many ways, have we seen like- Blackfire yet? <laughs> no, I mean this, I like this show three. is weird, man. Like you're right. Like like they left. I mean, you left the last season feeling like okay, Blackfire had to be the next thing they would tackle, and it don't look no, like they're. In, it not like time. they're in any in any rush to do anything with Blackfire. So, and I'll be honest, I'm not really caring about that storyline right now like there's nothing they showed me that was like oh i need i need that like i'm fine with them just leaving down the black burner i I think that they will you know they'll definitely get to it but it's just weird how the show works because again they'll show you they'll they'll end the season but we know they've had very massive problems with how they end season but they'll end season suggesting that they have to go somewhere and It's almost like they box themselves into a corner, and then they gotta realize, oh, we don't actually want to do that. Well, how do we get out of it? So, like last season, it was just let's just have them beat Trigon in five minutes, just just get it over with. It's just like just make it a you know like a WWE squash match, you know the main event, you know Rock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston, and everything's gonna be this big deal. Just make it end in three seconds, which is basically what they did in season two. Um, and I mean, look, I wouldn't would I put it past them. To to bury Blackfire to just get to the stuff they want to do with Gotham, no, because they've done that already. I've seen them do it. I think that the the Firestar, the, excuse me, Firestar, what the hell, Starfire fans of this show are way too they're way too big a contingent. I think to allow them to get away with that, I will say though. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't like. I think that they they would riot if they we just they just buried starfire uh the starfire blackfire storyline so for that for that reason i think that we will definitely get the arc I just i'm now i'm just wondering when and how they will get to it and will it make any sense given what they laid out in season two which was this was an imminent threat you know yeah yeah this will be this will be an
1: interesting season i mean like you said the show does not pull punches. Did you realize that they the show that they
0: air the show on TNT? Also, I did not know that. This was the show was supposed to be on TNT. People yeah, like yeah. Whatever version of the show, long, they long, can long ago. Yeah, uh, it was. It was it, they, the pilot did not get picked up, but there was a Titan. When you show have a Titan was, show that true.
1: you don't call, you don't call it Teen Titans. That that was the first mistake they made.
0: But, yeah, and TNT was like uh, pass. But yes, the show. But yeah, they're just, earning that out. Is, that is that is so, irony.
1: They 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 similar similar to the Star Girl thing and the Swamp Thing S- thing.
0: So, but with, Star, <laughs> with the Seed Up. Swamp Thing, I a little. I didn't understand. Star is a little easier. But like I get like, I mean, season one of Titans is very mature. Yeah, it's definitely more of a TNT vibe, especially with the
1: the, the kind of like said dark. Um. I mean, do they're probably they, actually going to have to tone it down. Do they, I mean, TNT. I'm assuming they loop
0: out curses and things like that. I mean, I, I've never watched it on TNT. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. They, they probably I, had I to modify. they had to have modified the script, or modify some of the dialogue and stuff, at the very least. Um, um, even for cable audiences, it might be a little much. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I I, I was bugged because I only know, I only, I only say that because I'm watching, we were watching the, the playoff game, NBA right. playoff game, and, they showed a commercial. but well, it wasn't during the game, but after the game, they're showing a commercial for Titans on TNT. I was like, <laughs> what? Wait, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a coincidence. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, no. Nah, um, yeah, man, this this is, a, I mean, this is a pivotal year for Titans, man. I, I don't think
0: they could. It, it, yeah, it feels like, you know, whatever happens this year will determine whether or not we see the show again after this year. Like, I kind I felt, of agree. I felt like, I, I kind of felt like, regard—I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen with the Disney DC Universe app, but it felt like, regardless... almost it felt like almost regardless of what happened—that we were going to get season three of Titans some way or another. You know, and that was the yeah. feeling I had. I did not have that feeling about any of the shows that were canceled, like you know, like uh, what's the show? Swamp Thing. You know, like I, I, I you know it was very evident early on that this may be the end. I never felt that about Titans after season one. With all its flaws. I never felt that way about season two. With all its flaws. I always felt like. They are operating as if they're definitely getting another season. This season though does feel. And then maybe they'll write it however they want. But this season definitely does feel like. On a new streaming service. A streaming service that isn't doing the greatest. And a company that overall just isn't doing the greatest. I think maybe much more quick to. Pull the hook on. Anything that they think isn't performing. Up to standards. I, I feel like they can't mess around this season. Like, if this season doesn't not only do well critically, but also move heads a little bit, I think that they we will not see a season four.
1: Speaking of season four, mm-hmm. what's going on with Young Justice? I have no idea. They've said zero. Like, there's no excuse. There's absolutely zero excuse for this to have been slow played the way it has. You know, and look, I don't know Greg Weissman's schedule. You know, maybe he just doesn't want to make him as fat. Maybe it takes him. Maybe his his creative development process is much longer than the average, you know, animator. But, I mean, some of these shows on streaming services, Netflix, even some of these Cartoon Network, HBO Max series. And whatever other (laughs) streaming services release shows like that, like they don't take. It'll take a, a you know year, a year and a half to release season. Like, I mean, Netflix they'll they they release, you know, they they release they can release four seasons of a show of a cartoon in like two years, like a year and a half. I'm
0: reading an old, I'm reading an article. I don't know how true this is, but it said the contents of the season were finished in October of 2020. Obviously, we learned of the name. You know, Young Justice Phantom during DC fandom, which was in September. I forgot about
1: that. It was so long ago. Maybe they're waiting for this year's fandom to show something else. But like it's
0: what? I don't know. It's very weird.
1: Yeah, October's a long Especially
0: time. Especially because DC I just feel like DC hasn't I mean they, they've been in a holding pattern. Like they they yes. they they had Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four came out, and nothing since. Nah. That's, a, that's a long time He's, and in actuality maybe maybe whole, it, in yeah. actuality maybe it isn't that long but it feels long when when Marvel's doing all these shows like, it feels and long they Snyder Cut as well. yeah that's true I guess which is like them you know but <laughs> I <laughs> mean I don't, don't want to get I, I do not want to get into another Snyder Cut referendum but I do feel like Snyder Cut right now like as we said today it does feel like a movement that came and went and I'm not dissing. Oh yeah, it's not a diss at all. I'm just being honest. Like, it was a big I moment. Mean, let, yeah, me, it's not, let me be hundred. When it was, when it was there, it was big. But I guess whatever. That moment is past. Like I I, I forgot about yeah, it yeah. until you mentioned it. Yeah,
1: the army of the dead thing from Netflix did not help them, um, and that's their own problem. You know, I mean, they're I mean, that's all you do is rely on Snyder and Snyder's people you know yeah it, <laughs> you got to yeah. got to come out with other stuff
0: but yeah it's it's weird that they they that the that they've they animated and and you know recorded all that was needed to finish this project and they've sat on it all this time i don't i mean the only yeah, it other doesn't thing make the only other thing i think of is maybe they really this doesn't make any sense but i'm just going to say it anyway i mean do they still value the return of school and having it around school time <laughs> if, you, if you finish the season around, let me, let me say this. If you finish the season around October, okay, you got to put it together. I'm assuming that's a couple more months. Maybe they're like, yo, a January or February didn't make sense based on just how TV shows are released. They don't come out during that time. And it's all right, were well, we going to put it out during the summer? Or do we just say, you know what? Let's just, that doesn't, I mean, let's, it's let's not just, implausible. And I say school, but like really it's just any show. Like all shows come right, back in the, the fall. fall. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, did they just say, yeah. like, based on whenever the show was done? Yeah, it could have came out earlier, but maybe they, for some reason, they felt like it would have been maximized. It's not implausible.
1: But I, the only two things that I would say is that one, why haven't we seen any marketing? For yeah, that's weird too. If it's gonna come out anytime yeah. this year, but and look, animated shows. I mean, you could they could drop a trailer for it tomorrow and say it's coming out in a month, and it's like whatever. But um, but still. It, but then the other thing is that if you're holding on to it like that, then that suggests that that they don't that they're not trying to get out they're not trying to get out multiple seasons of it. because you would think the objective is let get all of these out as fast as possible because people want right. to see them and then so we can make the next season and then we can make the season after that. That doesn't seem if that's if this is that if that's the thing where it's like no we got to hold on to drop this you know when we want to drop it then I don't think that they're motivated on making multiple seasons of Young Justice which is... I mean, look, we already know that that's not... Because I mean, that's not their just, strategy. Teen Titans the show, Go. Yeah. you have gotten how many scenes of Teen Titans Go? Eight, nine, ten? I know. But I almost feel like, like, like whatever, whatever... whatever. You... We just got a Space Jam special. A Teen Titans Go Space Jam special you yeah.
0: get. But I just feel like whatever universe see... Teen Titans Go is in, like Young Justice is in a whole different universe. Like I just think in their dealings with Cartoon Network and Warp, I just feel like it, I it, it, I agree, because they're superhero in a DC, you feel like... I'm just want, saying, like, the anime... You want to you wanna connect them, but it's like, I just think it's a different universe.
1: Like, this isn't a Pixar movie they're making. No,
0: it's, I it's know. Yeah. Like,
1: it's, it shouldn't take... A, like, I don't know. You're right that they're not dealing with the same people. But, like,
0: <laughs> it shouldn't date them this long. In some way, I don't... Would, in some is, way, you would think the, it would cut the red tape. Yeah. Because you're not dealing with another network. It's just you. That typically, that's that. That's what happens with these streaming service shows.
1: They they, get, they, they come out like hotcakes. I remember the Voltron, the Vol- the Voltron Legendary Defender show on Netflix. Like I couldn't keep up with it because
0: they had a new season every three months. Well, I, I was even thinking about like Avatar on Cartoon Network. Just I mean, on Nickelodeon, where it's just like I mean, the animation on that is similar and yeah, easy to do. And they did a lot of episodes every season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, man, you 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 uh, you sparked me to uh, send out a tweet as we as we do this po- as we wrap up this podcast. Uh, where <laughs> where is Young Justice season for? Like, cause I, I mean, there's like not even like reliable articles on this subject. It's just you people don't. saying here's what we know about it, but like, it, there's nothing. We don't know anything. <laughs> That's like the point. Like, shout out to uh, CBR.com. I we we you know we follow them a bunch, but. Uh, we don't know anything. All we know is that it's coming out on HBO Max at some point. It's called Phantoms, which is a great name. But everything they do is fire. We already know that. Yeah, hey, I know it's going to be incredible. I have no questions <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that. Everybody speak. knows that. Yeah.
1: And they haven't they haven't even hinted at it. Like, yeah, it's, it's really weird. You know, what we we're here talking about Titans. Titans is fine and whatnot. But, come on, man. This yeah. is the best thing they've got and they haven't said anything about yeah, it. Yeah. In a of year. All the things they're Almost bringing over,
0: it's a it's a close it's first close you know, Doom Patrol is a close second, but from all this anything we're excited about that's coming over from the, the D C uh, Universe um streaming service, Young Justice is the best thing that they have. Shouldn't
1: animation take quicker than live action? Theoretically. I would think so, especially during a well,
0: pandemic, I would think so.
1: Right. Like why has Star Girl which I believe aired after Young Justice did? Why is that? <laughs> why am I seeing trailers for Star Girl season two?
0: I don't know. And not Young Justice. I don't have the answer to that, I know. That's why I tweeted out, "Where is Titan?" That's why I just send out an open tweet. Someone wants to respond to me and figure out the answer. I would love to know because I do not know the answer to that. And but that's I guess
1: real quickly on Star Girl. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know we gotta we gotta get out of here. But yes, we do I, because I mentioned it. Did you see that they they confirmed that we're getting. Alan Scott's daughter I did not see that, yes, uh, I haven't even watched the trail. I won't even give a review of it, but I do I know that's the trailer
0: band. either um on the surface, I'm a little annoyed, but I like the show a lot, so I'm gonna give them a lot of rope. I told you I was kind of off the we're getting a kid I see like a I see like a, a set see picture, the picture I guess. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm tired. I'm off to you no, know the kids now have their parents' powers thing, but again, that show was really good in season one. So I I'm going to give them a lot of rope. Just offensive.
1: I'm kind of wondering like how old is Alan Scott? <laughs> For his daughter to be like, I mean, I guess it's a different. It's like a different timeline because like, cause, like yeah, you're assuming the other guy is. I mean, like like yeah, start
0: Star- Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, what's the name? Cool. Uh, you know, Stripesy, I know he was the youngest we'll, of the group, yeah, we'll but he's like, them. you know, he's in his like early forties maybe.
1: Right. So it's not so, impossible.
0: Yeah. So yeah, exactly.
1: It's maybe just yeah, like
0: you're yeah. not I, be
1: that. We're not dealing with the nineteen sixties JSA or the nineteen forties J JSA. Like this is this is a more modern a more modern version of
0: that. Yeah. Shout out to Stargirl. Y'all, I love that show. I really hope that season two um is fire like season one is despite the change from D C universe to CW, I know we're all very nervous with CW Yeah. Has just I mean, let's keep it Andre has ruined a lot of shows. So um Yeah. I'm I'm really that show was really great, so I'm hopeful that doesn't get this doesn't get mixed up. But shout out to D C man. You got a lot of content we're waiting to see. We we just now just kinda just waiting on uh See when this stuff happens, man. But that's going to do it for this episode edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast, man. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. We certainly enjoyed having you guys listen to us. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on the New Generation Podcast Network. That's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media, our Loki Episode 3 review. If it is not up yet, it will be up uh, very soon, momentarily so make sure you guys keep your eyes out for that you want to hear what we thought about the last episode of Loki but also if you're a Draft fan you want to in a bunch of NBA Draft content so make sure you just stay locked in to catch that stuff I know if you guys have probably been waiting for a sports talk for a long time you and we'll be recording that soon as well so don't worry, we got plenty of stuff to talk about with the NBA playoffs um, make sure you follow us on social media we're on Twitter, New Generation Pod Instagram, New Generation Podcast and Facebook, New Generation Media individually, you can find us on uh twitter for kendall uh new gen ken you can find me on twitter ej underscore steward and in instagram action ej thank you guys again for checking this out for kendall i'm ej These guys